Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Former President Donald Trump is sticking around on Illinois' ballot come March. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Despite efforts of voters across the state, the Illinois State Board of Elections unanimously voted to keep Trump on the primary ballot. Illinois now joins states like Michigan, Minnesota and Oregon, where challenges to remove Trump from the ballots failed. So we had to get a quick update with Mawa Iqbal, State House reporter for WBEZ. And I started by asking Mawa whether she was surprised by a unanimous vote. Here's Mawa. Honestly, we didn't really know what to expect. I, I, I sort of heard sort of whispers and I guess the talk of the town was that it would most likely be a four to four split decision, mm-hmm. considering that the board is split four to four Republican Democrat. But um, yeah, and, and we, we figured that this would eventually end up in the courts anyhow, just, just given how these challenges, like you mentioned, have been going in states like Michigan and Oregon. Um, but yeah, unanimous vote definitely was not what we were expecting, but also we didn't really um, know what to Who expect. Knows? But yeah. it, was, it was pretty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Well, uh, let's go back a bit, right? Talk to us about who brought the challenge to the Illinois Elections Board and, and the rationale that they were resting their case on. Yeah, so this was um, a group of five residents in Illinois. They come from pretty much all over the state. So from Chicago, then north suburban Lindenhurst, even down to downstate Fairview Heights and Colfax. And um, they are working with this national voting rights group called Free Speech for People, which is this nonpartisan national group that um, advocates for election fairness. And so um, their rationale basically is that Trump should be disqualified from holding office for his engagement in the January 6th attacks on the U.S. Capitol, which they say was an insurrection. And it violates this clause in the 14th Amendment that pretty much bars people from holding office if they were engaged in an act of insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. government. So they pointed to how he um, or or they they claimed that he encouraged rioters to swarm the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Um, All his comments about uh, his former vice president, Mike Pence. And um, basically just talk about how it's, it's the, the goal that he had that day was to block Democratic Joe Biden's certification as president. Mm. Now, the folks making that decision in our state, the Illinois Election Board, what do we know about them? Who, who makes up that board? Yeah, so like I mentioned earlier, it's a bipartisan board with a four to four Republican Democratic split. Um, You have some former lawmakers. You also have people who worked for the state Supreme Court and other um, circuit courts. It's a it's a diverse group of people who all have experience in public service and and, um, in 
and at least in politics as well. Um, I, I believe one of the board members, Jack Verrett, also ran for um, an office as a Republican candidate in Illinois. So, yeah, a lot of people who are very familiar with, with politics and, and uh, state government and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so the board has jurisdiction to make that decision? I mean, why was there debate around that part of things? Yeah, I guess it's it's unclear, right? The the board. Um, so in their decision, they they said that you know they basically don't have the authority to rule on complex constitutional issues. They talked about how because they are a board of elections, most of the candidate objections cases that get brought to them are stuff like you know this candidate failed to file the paperwork properly, or this candidate failed to get proper signatures, like the signatures were invalid on their their, um, statements of candidacy or or whatever the case may be. But when it comes to these constitutional issues, they they feel like that's out of their purview. Of course, the objectors were arguing that it it is within their purview, and they pointed to what happened in Colorado as an example of this, basically saying that the board has the power to make decisions like this. but the, I think ultimately the board felt like, you know, that it's it's a timeline thing, right? So so they felt like we just didn't, they didn't have enough time mm-hmm. to really sit down and consider this constitutional case um, and, and wanted to defer to uh, the, the court system. So, yeah. Yeah. They also well, um, talked about how, you know. Oh, sorry. Well, I was going to ask you what's next. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say. Um, so. Now the lawyers representing the objectors say they'll most likely be filing an appeal to the courts, um, probably in Cook County, since that's where most of the action has been happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to reach out or, or try to get a hold of them today to see when they would file and just to keep keep a tab on that. But um, yeah, that that's definitely on the horizon. Interesting. Yeah, the, the election board says they don't have the jurisdiction to take Trump off the ballot, that it should go to the courts. So that we're clear, will it go to the courts? Like, would that actually happen? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, it's the the lawyers seem pretty pretty steadfast, and they they've given statements and and to the press about how they will be filing this in the in the Illinois court system. Um, whether that gets you know kicked up to the Supreme Court, we're not sure because of course there is the U.S. Supreme Court case happening now mm-hmm. um, from Colorado. So it'll be interesting to see how it moves through the court system. But it definitely will be in the courts, the state courts now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, voters who brought this suit will likely will appeal this decision. Yes, definitely. Now, what are other states that are considering challenges like this? What's happening there? Yeah, so, of course, we know about Colorado and Maine, but um, in Massachusetts, Oregon, Arizona, Michigan, I've seen, too. I mean, we've talked about they um, the, the challenges are, aren't really going in the objector's favor. It, it, it has been similar to what's happening in Illinois, where the state is deciding, you know, we're not going to rule on this. We're just going to kick it up to the courts um, and let them do it. But it is interesting that this national nonpartisan voting rights group that was working with the voters in Illinois, uh, Free Speech for People, they're sort of like spearheading this movement. And then they, they filed the, uh, or, or they, they, they've started a dozen different movements in a dozen different states to try to get Trump kicked off the ballot. Mm. Um, at least in Iowa, too, what I was reading this morning was um, there, the General Assembly there is trying to pass a measure to make sure that 14th Amendment challenges against candidates are, are prohibited in the state. So different different efforts going on, but, oh, but it, really? it seems like, like, like you said earlier, like a concerted, yeah, like a concerted effort to 
um, across the country. So, I mean, we already talked about the, the states that have also barred challenges to remove Trump from ballots. But what I'm hearing you say is that there have also been states that have sided with these sorts of challenges. Yeah, only Colorado so far. Um, otherwise, uh, all these other states, they've um, they've sided with the, or I guess against the challenges, and so decided to keep Trump on the ballot. But in Colorado, um, they, yeah, so, so basically the, um, the State Board of Elections in Colorado or, or the State Election Authority there decided that, um, that Trump should be kicked off the ballot, and that's why now we're seeing it up in the Supreme Court. But yeah, it's interesting. It seems like uh, a lot of these other states are sort of ducking from the issue on similar grounds to Illinois, saying that they don't have the jurisdiction to rule on such an obscure, complex constitutional issue. Um, and in Maine, too, the, the Democratic Secretary of State ruled that Trump did violate the 14th Amendment. So we have Maine siding with the objectors. But um, her ruling is sort of on hold until the Supreme Court issues a decision. So I guess, yeah, it's kind of just watching to see what happens with the Supreme Court. Mawa Iqbal is a statehouse reporter for WBEZ. Thank you, Mawa. Appreciate the update. Thank you. This episode of the Reset Podcast was produced and mixed by Micah Yason and edited by Linnea Dominic. Every day on Reset, we bring you the latest local news and national stories. If you like what you hear, well, consider subscribing and leaving us a rating. I'm your host, Sasha Ann Simons. Thank you so much for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.